are back in 2015 with the NEPA scene podcast. Uh, it, it occurred to me in 2014 that we usually don't introduce ourselves, so we should probably do that. Uh, so uh, I'm Rich Howells. I'm the editor and founder. I'm Lauren Coralico, and I am the female voice. I, I'm Mark Denebaum, and <laughs> he's the funny guy. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. I was going to say something like where I'm like the half female voice, and then I was like, that was stupid. And then I just said it out loud, so it made it stupid. <laughs> so, can we keep going? <laughs> yeah, let's get to Jimmy. Hi, I'm Jim Reynolds, and I'm the sound engineer and operator of the controls inside the control room. <laughs> and, okay. and I didn't hear what Jimmy said, because I don't have headphones on today, because we don't have enough headphones for everyone, because we've got three special guests today. What did he say, Lauren? I'm going to be the mouthpiece for Jimmy. Sure. He said that he is Jim Reynolds and he is the most awesome person on this podcast. In a nutshell, yeah. I'm I'm in agreement with that. Uh, So uh, today we have with us uh, Rich Perry, uh, Marty Wolf, and uh, John Phillips. And uh, they're here to talk about a brand new event that's going on at the uh, Hilton in Scranton. Uh, it's called uh, Resolutions. And uh, you can probably figure out by the name uh, what it entails. But uh, before... No, what does it? I'm sorry. <laughs> Bef- before we get to that, uh, I'll just quickly uh, go down uh, some of the stuff we have on the site this week. Um, we actually have uh, a band called, uh, Luiza. Uh, their first, uh, their first interview ever is actually with us. Uh, they're a brand new band, uh, coming what? out. Really? Yep. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we, that's actually the second or third time that we've had a band's first interview. Uh, really? Yeah. Well, it, it's funny because a lot of bands, like I had interviewed so many bands over the years. And of course, because all these different bands in the area share members and stuff, you know, word gets around and uh, they all kind of like my writing style. So they always end up coming to me like, oh, you do our first thing so that we come out sounding good, you know? <laughs> so it's it's flattering. It's cool. But, uh, but yeah, she's uh, uh, the, the singer is a, an old colleague of mine. So uh, what uh, kind and- of music is it? It's hard to describe, actually. It's uh, it's female vocals, but she she sings in a much lower register uh, than most uh, females do. It's actually it's Amanda Dittmar. You know, Amanda has a band. Yeah, she has a band now. You know her, don't you? I know Amanda. Okay. Yeah, and uh, yeah, she she uh, she actually uh, she quit her old job and she just uh, wanted to do something <laughs> new. And uh, inside joke. That's why I laugh. <laughs> And so she uh, she started a band uh, called the Wiza, and um, it's a it's a three piece. So uh, so we'll have uh, that story uh, coming up this weekend. Uh, we have uh, lots of photos this week, lots of photo packages. Uh, a couple from uh, River Street Jazz Cafe, uh, one from uh, Synesthesia Social in uh, North Scranton. Uh, we also have uh, a story. Uh, which which actually leads into uh, what we're going to be talking about on uh, today's podcast about uh, three uh, unique businesses in the area that uh, can help you stay fit. Uh, so we, uh, we we talked to a few different uh, businesses who do things that are a little bit different than just your average, uh, you know, lifting weights or, uh, you know, running on the treadmill. Uh, so di- different ways to stay in shape in, uh, in 2015 and keep your new year's resolutions, which is what I wanted to bring up. Who uh, Who has new year's resolutions? <laughs> Mark, he's already giggling. He's I don't have giggling. any. Keep going. 
I want to eat more chocolate if I can chime in. That's what my one of my resolutions. Really? That's that's a good one. I want to eat more chocolate. Usually it's the so. I don't want to hold back. So wait, this is this is (laughs) so wait. This is the year of living dangerously for you. Even more dangerously, eat more chocolate, man. Yeah. Put on more weight. What? Now, what was the bio? What, what, everything I do relates back to a movie. So, what was that movie with Al Pacino? What was the Devil's Advocate, where he's like, "Love biochemically is no different than eating large quantities yes. of yes. chocolate." Now, I gotta tell you, now is the time to eat chocolate because we're gonna because the Dow out. is going down. Actually, and- the uh, well, the stock on chocolate is going up because the world supplies on cacao is going down because the world temperatures are changing in such a way that the co- the chocolate bean isn't growing in as many habitats as it used to in previous decades. That's I just wanted to eat more chocolate. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm, That's more know, of the prophecy that I'm, I'm glad I'm trending. Coming yeah, through. right, Rich? I'm uh, trending. Exactly. The ration How chocolate. say that with a straight face Remember? the whole time? What like, do you mean? Well, okay, two things, right? Lauren's brilliant. Okay, I got that. And she's at like a walking encyclopedia. And then Jimmy was like, that's amazing. That's like 1984 coming to life. Because <laughs> apparently one more in the Orwell example. book. It's true. The, yeah. what, the, they ration chocolate. They yeah. ration the, chocolate. There's, there's groups of people that don't even know what chocolate tastes like. They all, they've only heard stories that there was this thing called chocolate that is like delicious. But the inner party <laughs> members and the, the people that are in the core of the government are the only ones that get to have it. Now, Jimmy's saying that in 1984, only certain people know what chocolate tastes like. But the scary thing is, most of what we consider to be chocolate and what we eat as chocolate is only chocolate flavored. We don't actually have actual chocolate in a lot of our chocolate candy bars anymore. Mm. That's a good point. Yes, it's true. I don't know if it's, it's, a it's good, actually really it's a good hard. Point, to, but you now know that it's really hard to get your hands on actual chocolate nowadays. So if I eat a Snickers, it's going to be like totally fine. Like thirty years from now, Snicker flavored. It'll, it, it's not real chocolate. It's, it's, fla- like, it's chocolate flavor. It's chocolate flavor. Yeah. So how do you make chocolate flavor? It's chemically <laughs> replicated. Same way. You That's made, gross. Same mm-hmm. way you made a pineapple vape. And the same actually, way that chicken McNuggets taste like chicken. It's, it's like how chicken McNuggets replicate the taste of chicken, but are not actually probably chicken. Although you know, we was, don't really know that for sure, Jimmy. Well, it is, Rich, it's, but it's all mashed up and clean with ammonia. And then they actually to. add the flavor back in later. <laughs> now you guys are starting to catch on how things devolve really quickly. Now, to be clear, yeah. it's not just chocolate that we're experiencing this problem with. It's also certain types of coffee beans and bananas and a lot of different plants that are grown in that part. Do you have any stock tips since we're going to on this road that Lauren I I defer to Lauren on any question I have when it's I'm like Lauren it would really actually I have a hard depend time using the a, restroom she'll know why in a business like, model for actual sustainability in terms of their their, their growth potential you know what's awesome like you like I'm, I'm watching these fine gentlemen here and in my mind like in my mind's eye I just watched all their heads go boom <laughs> You should go on Jeopardy. It'd Make, be awesome. What is the I would what love is the to go on Jeopardy. <laughs> it would be amazing. I have to take that test though. Yeah, take the test. Wait, wait. Tell it. Tell tell them what your what your life goal is right now. Oh, I want to be on TED Talks. That's all That's I want to do. All I want to do is be on TED Talks. That'd be awesome. Without getting into the uh, details of it, what's the topic? Essentially, uh, behavioral marketing. Nice. It's very. It's something very specific in terms of it, but in broad strokes, behavioral marketing. Now, if you sit and talk with her about this, we can we can walk up, We can walk from one side of Scranton to the other side of Scranton and have this conversation. And 
We've done that, Mark. Which we did while we carrying did. a tube. <laughs> I think we just got a uh, New Year's resolution. Let's try to get that done in 2015. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I'll film a TED Talk for you immediately, but I don't I don't know if it'll be like, wait, we can get the logo and stuff, but I don't think it'll be no, sanctioned. That'd be like TED. imitation chocolate. It'll be like Ned uh, Talk. You know, unless no. you're actually on a TED It has to be talk. an official I want a TED one. Talk. They do the TED, is TEDx. a TEDx There's talks? TEDx, yeah. yeah. Would you settle for TEDx? I would, yeah, oh, absolutely. I, I did the uh, I did the film festival this year for oh, okay. Imagine Science, and that was fabulous, but it's not a talk. I want to talk. I know you do. I want to do something in Scranton like recently, to Richie. They did, they yeah. did actually. There was a TED event here. Yeah, there was t- uh, the TEDx event. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I actually, I know the organizer, and she said she's probably not going to do it again this year. So if somebody else takes it over, then by all means. But Wasn't I guess that she's not going to organize on- should know the answer. Wasn't that focused on arts and then inter- it was it was uh, a lot of marketing and business for the most marketing part. Okay. Uh, a lot of a lot of independent businesses and things like that. It was it was interesting. We did post all the videos on mm-hmm. NEPA scene. Mm-hmm. So if you do uh, if you do want to see them, you can go to the the, the search bar on the bottom of the site and look them up. They're, oh they they are all there. You could do that. Yeah. Oh, so wait, any scenes like Google? <laughs> well, for for our own content, you can oh my God. you can search and. I'm going to Google. I'm going to. Here's gonna what you do, Mar- Mark. You go on the site. You <laughs> click on. <laughs> you use this thing he, called a key. He's on our podcast, look at, look at, but he doesn't know how to use our site. Bar yeah. Right by all the social media things. And there's also a little, a little oh, thing there. Rich's name. Yeah. You can, you can also see the site map over here. Do you, you got to look at the website, dude. I don't, I, I, I'm blissfully ignorant. Hmm. Anybody else have a new year's resolution? <laughs> <laughs> to eat real chocolate. Now, oh, that yeah, right. Colombia. Yeah. yeah. Well, we got to go to like um, where uh, Portugal, Portugal Ooh. or Spain. I would go there. I got real chocolate from my cousin who went to Portugal, and I was over the moon. It's like a Kevin Smith movie, isn't it? Is it like I, I asked? A big she went to difference. Yeah, she went to she went to Portugal, and she's like, "What do you want me to bring back? What makes you happy?" I said, "Bring me back real chocolate." And what did that taste like? Oh, fabulous! It's like it's it's crumbly in the package. It falls apart as you as you take it as you. That doesn't take seem it, like chocolate. And then you put it in your mouth, and it just melts. Isn't that and what chocolate does? Dry, even the unreal to, one? It, yeah, but it's it's not like real chocolate. You don't understand until you've eaten. That's M and M flavored chocolate. See, now you're hooked. Mm. You want to eat real chocolate? I don't. I kind of don't. I want real chocolate. No, yes, I do. you do. Do you yes, ever you see do. me? You are a liar. Do you ever you see me eating chocolate? Dude, a Ford Pinto. And, and a Walks into a bar. And a, yeah. <laughs> Ow! Both get you from A to B. I want real chocolate. I don't even know what that meant. I don't I even know why I said it. Nuts. Rich said my game's <laughs> off. Now I'm totally self conscious about like. Be happy. Shit. <laughs> you said you no, I, I said I said you were in a funk. I am in a funk. You know what you yeah. need? Real chocolate. A real mm-hmm. chocolate. Well, that's that's why that's why Can we're we gonna, import real. Chocolate? We're gonna talk. Yes. We're gonna talk okay. to our life coach today. Is and you're going plural. to feel a little bit better by the end of the podcast. At the end of this, I want I want to call all of you brother. <laughs> you got it. All right. When you get done talking with Rich, you might not need real chocolate. I love. Okay. Okay. All right. Mm. I'm game. Well, I once so I'll just take his portion. real real quick. This is sexual chocolate right here. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the trash. Um, <laughs> we I did a. Um, I'm not coming into I'm not coming into this conversation as like one of those like skeptical or four or like whatever people. 
But we uh, we had to do it when I was in film school. We had to do a documentary, like a short form documentary, and we did it on this town in Florida called Casadega, which is full of like mystics and mediums okay. and psychics and everything. And I was the one who went in, who's like, "This is bullshit." <laughs> and then there was this girl who was who went and had a reading, and you know they were lucky. They we were we were we were they were, we were lucky enough to allow them to let us tape record it, not film it, but tape record it. Uh huh. And. I was the one leaving the town going like, there might be something to this. And the other girl was like, this is bullshit. Uh-huh. So it was one of those strange situations. So I'm, I'm, I'm like most Americans, I'm easily persuaded, but okay. I, I, I'm really excited to hear what you, the gauntlet that you're going to throw down. Oh, watch out. <laughs> Thor's hammer's coming. <laughs> You've been challenged. Let's go. Let's take this ride. All right. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I can afford Pinto. So, uh, so uh, Rich, Rich Perry, what do you what do you do for a living? How, how, uh, t- t- tell us about it. I'm. Do I look at you or do I look at the camera? You t- you talk to us. Okay. Yeah. Uh, probably should. Michael Strahan isn't here. Yeah. Ignore, ignore the cameras. Okay. All right. So they um, ignore us. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a personal and professional development coach uh, utilizing NLP, which is uh, neuro-linguistic programming, also different forms of <laughs> hypnosis and trance. To Really? Yeah. Like that? No, it's, no. No, I'm... I did hypnosis. I'm the dude. Yeah, you, you like, don't... Who doesn't it, it, know? It, it like, doesn't, I'm going to ask it, questions. It's, you don't have to stare at the spiral or look deeper into my eye like doesn't have to happen like that it's what is it very like casual then? um think about it like this i thought he was gonna go look deep into my <laughs> eyes <laughs> that's like i knew it we all put ourselves in trance throughout the day yeah so have you ever driven from point a to point b and a 20 minute drive has been five minutes and you're like oh how did i even get here you know you know the i used route. to call that alcoholism yeah, I'm just. <laughs> I'm trying to get my A game back, Rich. We do not enjoy right on, right on. and driving right. on so any So this PAC. would be like you know you're really engrossed in a movie or you're listening to your favorite album, you know, you, and you get into that very relaxed state of mind. So that's trance. You self hypnotize yourself every day, multiple times throughout the day. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Did anybody else? Know yeah. That? Mm-hmm. It it would be like for you. You you do like video work, right? Yeah. So imagine you're like editing that video and you're looking at the same frame over and over and you're oh, like nine hours go by and you're like, what, right. what just happened? Okay, exactly. Yeah. Right there. That's trance. You put yourself in trance. So now this would be when you are working with a professional, you said you went through hypnosis before, right? So imagine that done with the help of a professional who is going to guide you to that desired area. You know. I'm a I'm a I'm a bag of anxiety. Okay. So I'm I'm really curious on like basically well, what, what you're what telling me to do, do for is him? like calm so, down, right? I'm suggesting that you may want to just take a nice deep breath and relax. So it would be like again, we, we you you put yourself in those relaxed states. So now you're accepting of the hypnotherapist to 
install positive suggestions and to your you accept what what it is that they have to say because you have that rapport and you trust that they're going to help you get down and become a better person. What is that? And I don't want to be the only one like, for example, being like the one who's like, why is the sky blue? I did. I did (laughs) hypnotherapy to help me quit smoking. Okay. And it worked two years ago. And Mm. then, and then I met you and I fell off the wagon six months ago. Dude, I'm the, I'm the guy, maybe, I, maybe I'm the guy who inadvertently trances people but, into doing horrible shit. But my, my New Year's resolution. I'm more processed chocolate. I'm five days, no cigarettes, so. Good job, God, good job. God willing. I still have my hypnotherapist, when I, when I left therapy, gave me a CD. So if mm-hmm. I ever needed to pick me up, I have the CD. So I've been listening to the CD every morning. It's half an hour. Self-hypnosis. Just good. get me into that relaxed state of mind. Put that seed back in my head saying I don't need it. It's not, I'm not a slave to it. Everything it's doing to my body is terrible. And I go throughout my day and it's just like every time I've got my little trick, my trigger where I I touch my, Oh, my thing. Yeah. And and I've got a, it's my non-dominant hand touching my fingertips. And it's like a, it's like a, you're I'm programmed. An anchor. Yeah. I've got a, right. a, A little, like you saw Inception. So you guys totally are like in the same diction. Oh, yeah. Right yeah. Now. This is good. We can leave now because this is getting yeah. really, really good now. Right. What in, in Inception, wait, 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 you know that, 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 that you're really in the real life because you had the top. I Zoolander last night. I'm going to try to watch that. the top, right? Yeah, Zoolander. Derek. That's they They brainwashed him like that with the trigger with that song, Relax. Don't do it. Yeah, but relax. That's like Manchurian Candidate. That's what triggered him to kill. That's the what triggered him. He's talking about. Tri- he's triggering people to kill people. Oh, okay, the opposite of, of good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's the whole. What's it? The whole. It's the whole. Um, <laughs> oh, he goes. Oh, the opposite of good. <laughs> I, Eric, eat a banana. <laughs> Does anybody else find it ironic that this poor girl has like quit smoking like for five days and you know talking about how great you know it is and whatnot? And you're sitting there next to her vaping the whole time. Like, hey I, man, I'm not the one with you're the problem. You're the instigator. You are the instigator. <laughs> I'm not the one with the problem. She's the one who. Wants what mirror to quit are you looking into right now? Oh, dude, I'm oh, my my pumpkin. the mirror of my life is like walking through a fun house, man. Like that's. <laughs> Everything is distorted to the way I want to see it. Quit with me, Mark. No. <laughs> no. Twitter's never... Look, in all honesty, like, and not to, like, distract from any... I would love to quit smoking, but then that means I have zero vices. And I'm more afraid of, like, being alone with my thoughts than I am of quitting smoking. So smoking puts you in a trance? It's the only thing I do when I, when I tweak out. Like, you know, like, I try... Okay. I tried to quit smoking twice. And the mm-hmm. first time I did it, I was like 22. And all I did was I kept a toothbrush in my mouth and brushed my teeth all the time. I had no gingivitis, but I wanted cool. to kill people. <laughs> and then the second time I tried to do it by eating sunflower seeds. Okay. And it worked up until I got tired of smelling the bottles of sunflower seeds. <laughs> Would you say you might have an oral fixation though? Just I, I'm not trying to go down that road like at least dude I'm not denying it actually <laughs> I gotta say whenever I have a craving it really helps for me to eat a pickle I don't know why I want to murder people yeah, yeah. no it, it helps it now? helps with the homicidal thing totally it's like I don't want to kill anybody now I've had a pickle I'm good cool Jimmy's like that 
And if I could make a suggestion, mm-hmm. focus on exactly what it is that you do want rather than fixating in your, and I'm sure your hypnotherapist has told you this. So maybe I'm just saying this for the benefit. people. Mm-hmm. That's what this land. is for. It's exactly. Um, focus on what it is that you do want, which is to have a healthier lifestyle mm-hmm. as opposed to focusing on what it is that you don't want, quitting smoking. So, because you're you're then thinking smoking, smoking, smoking. Even though you're saying quitting, right. your mind may not be able to process like a negative like that. So just focusing on healthy breathing. I want a healthy lifestyle, healthy breathing, healthy lifestyle. Just focusing on what it is exactly that you want rather than playing negative or double negative or triple negative. Or, I'm probably in, you know, quadruple digits. of Yeah, negatives. yeah, just, you know. <laughs> Don't even, don't even worry Just about. channel. Stop focusing on what I can't have and start focusing on what I can have. Like I can start running again. Yeah. Which would be great. Yeah. I haven't run a 5K in like two years. Absolutely. I haven't run a 5K ever. I'm still here. We should do a mud run. I'm Mark. real happy. Let's do a mud run. No. No. I hate being dirty. But you get to swim through a river at some point and you clean off. No. Then they electrocute you. That, that sounds like prison, like in a third world country. No, they're fun. That's like North Korea. Like, oh, yeah. No, and well, then I'm going to pay like $150. Actually, no, there's like, there's barbed horrible. wire and there stuff. You did. There it is. We've gone to the interview now. <laughs> what? <laughs> By the way, it wasn't that good. No? And as a matter of fact, I think it actually portrayed Kim Jong-un in a very nice light. <laughs> so I don't know what the big deal. We did a whole podcast on it, and I watched the movie, and I'm like, where's the? what's this uproar about? And it was nothing. I actually found him sympathetic. I felt bad for him. So life coaching. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you, Lauren. Uh, so circle Grant, back. <laughs> why, are they, why do they have colors? <laughs> well, what, what, what exactly uh, is life coaching? How, do, how does the average person benefit from life co- coaching? Uh, what, what do people come to you for? I mean, it, don't you guys all kind of, I mean, Marty, you, I mean, you kind of. We're going to be and, distinctive, like, but. And, but not like, you know, in a, in a weird, not in a weird way, but like in a totally. Marty, you're kind of a weird guy. Is that no, 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 no. Like oh. it, it's not. It's it's kind of like the destination kind of has the same idea. Where you know, am I right? Some I'm, similarities, but yeah, let, I mean, it's coaching. It's coaching. Life coaching is a little distinctive, and uh, I guess Rich answered his question in the sense of you know, give more definition to it. You know, so life coaching is and really I'll shut up. No, no, no you can. You, um, it Guido wants to contrast to life coaching. To help you is just another name for like personal development. Okay. So you're developing yourself as a person. Life coaching would be a holistic way of saying therapy. Some people don't want to use the word therapy because it gives the impression that you're laying on a couch and some guy is sitting there just, you know, throwing questions at you. So life coaching is more of a holistic way of two people working together to create an outcome. But, but like, is the important thing that there, there is a relationship? Absolutely. I mean, in both, in, in both of what you, well, what my, you, to just you do to, to, well, there separate has to be trust it, is basically my focus saying. is on business, right? So I'm a business coach. So the difference uh, is that that's my first focus. Now, does the personal part of that have to do with your business? Of course. But as opposed to focusing on the personal development, I focus first on the business and the people in the business. And then obviously uh, 
your well-being as an individual or as the CEO of the company has something to do with that. We would work in tandem, quite frankly, in the right that's, that's, in the right situation. That's what I was kind of right. kind of yeah. trying to get at. It's like yeah. in my stupid cake metaphor. Remember, I said like, happiness is like a cake. Oh my God! Does no one ever listen to me? You say a lot of things. I remember that one. That was a good one, wasn't it? It was very good. Jimmy's the only one that remembers this. I said to Lauren, I said, happiness is like a cake. Eggs on, raw eggs on their own are awful. Flour on its own is awful. You know, too much sugar on its own is awful. But when you throw everything together, like that's happiness. That's pretty good. And I thought it was really cute. It like wasn't like some of, you know, some slangy, you know. Yeah. I thought it was adorable and relatable. And that's why I, I brought it up. You I can like also, you I, I want to compliment this. you for that, Mark. I found that very, very good. That's good. Thanks for bringing that to us. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. You're, see, we all worked. I now trust you. This is good. This I is now trust good. both. Good you report. laughed at me right. and you, can, you, you rubbed my back figuratively and now I trust both of you. And John, I, we, I we have to get John in the circle of trust now. <laughs> We have to get he's him over, in on that. He's over I, there like he's, he's enjoying it, man. He's just I, like, I'm not going to lie to you. I really want some cake right now. I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> and, chocolate, and, and real chocolate. <laughs> like, well, yeah, real chocolate cake. Like, you know, let's go to Portugal. Oh, good luck. Like, well, you, you know what? That's, what that's we a unicorn we need to go to Portugal. rainbow. That, that's, we will find your happiness, Mark, in Portugal. Okay, so we need to hire both of you for me yeah. so that I can make enough money at, to go to Portugal. In 2022? And then, well... He's going to allow me to make enough money to go to Portugal. Oh, so. you're going to allow me to enjoy it. Oh, that, oh, that was good. Yeah, I like that. That was very good. Yeah. See, I, I want to take this a little bit of a step <laughs> further, though. And, and this is kind of like, you know, probably relating to what they do and everything. So you're saying that happiness is like a cake because obviously, you know, the, the flour by itself sucks. The eggs by itself sucks. You know, the, the yeah. sugar by itself sucks. So obviously their job is to. Like, you know, as a personal development and everything, you know, bringing you to that point of happiness and getting you to that better point. So my question to you would be, you know, even both, are you happy? No. Okay. So his job is to basically find your eggs or flour. I can, I can or totally, I can confidently say that. No, okay. But, but, but that, but this is good though, because like, that's, that's what it is for him to do is to find out like, you know, whether he's putting you in trance or whatever, you know, why aren't you happy? I, what, dude, what are you, I, what I, missing? Where are hey, your eggs, Mark? Where are you start? Start by saying, I'm happy. And you will start to be happy and you'll start yeah. to live your life that way. We How actually, was that, Rich? We, we, How was that? It was not bad, huh? High five. We All actually right, had man. a great conversation about this the other day when I interviewed you. We did. I said week. something profound. You Repeat it, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were starting to say that it, it starts in your mind. Oh, yeah, it absolutely is. And, and that's what I think... Both of these gentlemen were leading to with with you, Mark. No, 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 no. okay. Let okay. If 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 you if you want to if you want to paint me with a roller and not a brush, <laughs> I will say that because okay. So just just like a cake and the deliciousness of the cake, happiness is defined by the individual. Just like yeah, history ha- is written by the victor. You know what I mean? Okay. Happiness so, is relative to what somebody thinks is happening. Right, and so's and so's and so's and so's misery. But in I think in my situation, when I say that I'm unhappy, I don't mean that I'm like, boo-hoo, woe is me. I think that in my situation, it's like, you know, it's like getting, it's getting, it's like getting a 10. Like you can't go above a 10. You know what I mean? Why so not? if, I don't, I don't know, math, a t- science, a I don't, yeah, but 10 is just I don't know, relative. Like a, yeah. See, you've set a ceiling for yourself already. 
No, 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 no. See what, see what I'm doing is I'm constantly readjusting the ceiling. Okay. Like, does that make sense? I'm not no. adjusting the basement. <laughs> I'm readjusting the ceiling and making so it keep, higher every time. Yeah. Okay. So like that for me is not like, so, I mean, in my situation, like if it was, if it was defined, like, you know, personal life, business life, you know, everything's going swimmingly. What is there next? It's like, Oh, keep, keep making money or, you know, keep, keep doing the same routine with your significant other or your friends. Mm-hmm. Like to me, it's not about that. Like I usually wallow, well, but like to, to me, if I think if I ever reach the point, you know, that apex or the nexus of being like, Oh, I'm happy. Then that's it. I well, think it's, does that make sense? Or does that you, sound, is, go, is that like the glass is half empty way of looking at it? I think it's, it, I think it's, by the way, this is my therapy session now because it just got deep. I think yeah. it's extremely I'm important <laughs> that you're an achiever. Is that is that a fair assessment that you are an achiever? That I you think the thing about achievers is that usually they achieve shit. Okay. <laughs> I'm but, the but one the, constantly like, shit, I but, didn't achieve that. Is it possible that you think that because you're constantly raising that ceiling and when you've gotten to where you wanted to be, you've unconsciously raised the ceiling. So now you're putting that object further out of reach and you keep on creating new, new, uh, creating new standards to live up to or creating like putting that toy on a higher shelf because now you're five years old and you can reach that. So the mom and dad puts the toy in the, on the other shelf. Then they put the toy on the other shelf and they put the toy. No, because in the other- then they're defining where the shelf is for me. But are you doing that to yourself? The best way to describe me is like, you know, those big inflatable balls that people get in and like run around in. Those are awesome. Okay. Totally cool. You always see the people like going downhill in them. and They're like, this is fantastic. And there's a GoPro somewhere in the video. I'm in the big inflatable ball looking for the real deal chocolate cake. (laughs) And every time I get near it, it just pushes it like a gerbil in the wheel. Like I just keep pushing it away. Okay. You know what I mean? Which is, which is now that I'm thinking about it is a really vicious cycle. <laughs> okay. What, what would it take? Are you, are you someone that when you achieve something, do you acknowledge it and give yourself the pat on the back and you show gratitude for achieving that? No, I usually go take a nap. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead serious. Cause like when I get, okay, if I get, I'm like, I'm like my whole thing is like, I don't have to worry about that anymore. Okay. Is that, a reward for you than that. I don't know. I never really. Wow. You know, all right. I'll, I'll, we'll play I'll the, go. Let, no, no, no. Cause I'm like, cause I'm let, like, I'm like, let, this is good for me, but let, everyone's let, going let's to know do it. This. I am his business agent, by <laughs> the way. This, this is, no, <laughs> this is no longer, um, a discussion. We're, we're going to play a game. You want to play a game? What is this? Saw? No, no, no. It's a fun <laughs> game. It's a fun game. <laughs> so right now, right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I want you to think of the last time you set a goal and achieve that goal. Can you think that? Oh my God. My goals are like, I'm going to go upstairs and just one, just one goal cheeseburger. Okay. Let's, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that I, I don't, I need to think that way. I don't think that way. Okay. When was the last time? Let's let me help you define this a little bit better. Okay. okay. Has there been recently a project that you worked on here at 25, eight studios? that you were like, I need to do this project and it's due on such and such a date. It's a big project. All of them. Oh, can you just think of one? 
<clears throat> yeah. Okay. When you achieved that goal that you set, what happened next? Honestly? Yeah. I had anxiety about people seeing it. <laughs> okay. And, and, then, and then did but, they see it? Yeah, I really loved it. Okay. So then what happened next? I, nothing. How, what was the result when, when people said, oh, Mark, this is a great video or this is, a, it was a video you said, right? Yeah. Okay. When people saw that video and they gave you high fives, pats on the backs, whatever it was, how did, how did you feel after that? Or what was the internal voice when you got that positive feedback from people? Honestly? Yeah. No, he wants you to lie. Well, I mean, <laughs> no. it's, it's the, it, that's the question you ask when you're like, I'm not sure I should answer this honestly. Um, <laughs> I, 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 felt, I felt strange. And I didn't feel strange like in a good way. I felt strange because I'm like, I don't know if I deserve uh, this. Okay. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, I, I, it could be better. Like you, like you, okay. So you've done albums, right? Sure. You've recorded, you know, four or five, four or five, right? Do you, have you, have you ever gotten to the end of that process and been like, it's perfect. We can't change anything. Or is it like we ran out of time? Well, I think I had, cause this is like, this is like the creative thing, which it could, this question could be a painting, a film, a song, a, right. you know, a garden. You know uh, what I mean? So, there's a, there's a thing that I've noticed with certain artists, uh, you know, and when I say artists and I was having this discussion before art, art is a very funny thing because art is technically creativity. So it doesn't have to be music. It doesn't have to be journalism. It doesn't have to be, you know, painting or sculpting or anything. Well, I think art could be almost any business. Well, it, it can in be. I mean, yeah. Sun Tzu made it the art of war. Like if you want to get into like really, you know, <laughs> literature, listen, there is an art of war. There is an art to killing people. And But that book applies to strategy and business exactly. as well. Right. Yes. But the thing is, is that when, when you get into this really interesting aspect of creativity which you have like and you know you and i kind of talked about this before you know you with business you know you're kind of like eh but like when, with creativity and like creating you know movies and stuff like that like you you just go and you go because you just like that whole process but there, the one thing i've noticed about people that are really creative and overly creative too is that and maybe this is just me talking a little bit out of my ass so i'll apologize but uh, it's something that i feel too and i can relate to you with is that there's a constant level of torment and there always is a constant level of torment. There's, there's a, there's a hindrance of, of, of like being in constant pain. And it's this thing with musicians too. And you'll notice it. Like it's why you see musicians go to drugs. It's why you see artists go to drugs. I mean, like look at, you know, Van Gogh severing off his ear and everything like yeah. that. It's Hemingway, it's, Kurt Cobain, but, but, yeah, but, it, but it's this constant pain and this constant, uh, and I don't want to say negativity because it's not negativity because what out of this constant pain comes something beautiful right. that, that people relate to, uh, it, you, you're, you feel like you're not doing enough or you haven't given enough or you, you haven't expressed yourself enough. You know, musicians like constantly are going through it because, you know, you're saying you can record an album and then they get completely down on themselves because nobody's ever heard it before. It doesn't mean that they didn't bad bit of did a bad job. It just means that they weren't good marketers, you know, or maybe just the right person at the right time didn't hear stuff like that. You know, you, you say to me that like, you're like the, uh, what the, 
the dog and up where you're like sitting there talking, talking to the squirrel, you know what I mean? And it's like, you go on. I like you. I love you. But, but the thing is though, is that, you know, you and I have had like a, like a business relationship and like a, a personal relationship where we can kind of relate to each other like that. Cause I feel that same way too. at a lot of times, cause it's uh, maybe a symptom of my uh, being a workaholic at times is that I haven't feel like I haven't achieved anything. And maybe while I've achieved something great or you've achieved something great, you look at it as minuscule and maybe you don't think the rest of everybody else but I mean, but thinks of so, it as something great or, and, but, and now you start raising your ceiling from mm-hmm. a drop ceiling to a skyscraper. But it, but isn't, isn't that way of, of thinking. Okay. So is that okay? So is that dangerous for us to think that way? Because no matter what we do, it's never good enough. I'm not going to tell you like, but I'm not, that might've been a therapy question, Uh but, but I mean like that way of thinking, which I completely understand. And I I think that's any endeavor, whether you want to be a, you know, a carpenter or if you want to sell, like, look, everything you see, like art is all around you. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's in the clothes you wear, the, the, the shoes you wear, the chair you sit on, the car you drive, you know, these microphones, somebody had to design them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like somebody had to think it up. And it goes from concept to reality. And, and, but the thing is, is like no one's ever happy. Not no one. People like you and I. Okay. We always, we always feel like there's more to do. Well, what if and there- that, And that drives, and that's the thing that like keeps us up at night. And What if there could still be more to do, but you taught yourself how to appreciate what you did accomplish? Like, have you ever heard of- um, the, the thing that was going around the internet and they talk about it like in the secret and things like that is it's just to be grateful, to wake up in the morning <clears throat> and to say all the things that you're thankful for and grateful for. So you learn to appreciate what it is that you've accomplished. You can still continuously set the, the goal higher, but you're still... Um, so if my goal today was to come on this podcast... So when I leave here, I can be thankful that I achieved that podcast. I, I appreciate it. And I say to myself, you know, I did a good job. Um, the people that I was with, we, we all did a great job. And I know that it's going to, you know, be a great end result. And then tomorrow I can wake up and say, you know, so I did this. Now I'm going to go a step further and I'm going to do a podcast or an interview with, with someone else. So I'm still grateful for what I did and I'm using that as a catalyst or a catapult to then do something even better. Right. See, because I mean, I'm sure Michael Phelps didn't just wake up and become the seven time gold medal winner in one Olympics. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he had to (laughs) swim and appreciate this is what I did today and I'm thankful for this and I'm grateful for the learning that this teacher gave me or I'm grateful for this medal that I got at this high school swim meet. Now he's swimming in college level and he's appreciating the skills and he's mastering his craft. And now he's going on to the World Cups and the Olympics and things like that. So you, you can always make yourself a better person. It's a healthy thing to learn to appreciate what you have accomplished so that you can kind of see how far you've, how far you've come. See, I think, and maybe, maybe this is you and I, and cause I'm a visual 
like okay. learner. You know, like there's Good like 13 different ways of learning. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm a visual guy. And I think with you and I, you and I, if we visualize success, it's vertical. Okay. And the mm. way I think that you explained it was it's horizontal. Okay. Does that well, make then sense? Or can is I that change totally that? Strange? Can I change that? Yeah. Because okay. like, because like there's finish lines for me, it's. Okay. So to use that. Would you be climbing? Would you be climbing a ladder, climbing a mountain? How would you be scaling up higher? I don't know. I just kind of figured I was floating. Okay. So then, could I, you? I, I, I never really have achieved success at this level. Let's say it's two feet in the air. Yeah. Achieve that success. Look at it. Appreciate it. Be thankful. Be grateful. Float up higher, three feet in the air. Achieve that success. Be thankful. Be appreciative. Be grateful. Float up higher. Be four feet. Could you do that? So, but I mean, is this, it, I mean, <clears throat> so now we're rising up. No, I, I, I think, I think it's, it's, it's perception. Okay. I mean, am I, am I wrong? Are you? I don't know. <laughs> That's why I'm asking the questions. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, Nicely I'm like, done, I'm Nicely like a little <laughs> kid. Well, how does this that make is, this you This is very feel? Socratic, sir. Very Socratic. So indeed. Um, you've never, have you never seen Bill and Ted? If, yes. I, no. And that is a great movie. It's so great. Right. So, but I, like you know, Bob it's, it's all, it's, it's all about, you know, there's, there's the people. Okay. So there's the people who, who could be like, you know, my life up until this point has, has sucked, you know, okay. like this happened and that happened and, and blah, blah, blah. I'm of the ilk that, you know, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. Okay. I've done a lot of things that I'm not necessarily proud of, okay. but at the end of the day, I don't regret them. Okay. Because they make me who I am today. And I don't think I would have ever got there unless I made the mistakes. Good. That's a good way of looking at it. And think about it like this. And you said it before. Uh, what was the, the statement that you said about Kobayashi? To be professional, I think it means you do not die. Okay. So think about it like this. I still think that's you, nuts. You've gotten this far it's true. in life, right? So... One thing and that I haven't we, died yet. That's impressive. What, what, <laughs> like I'm, but, I'm grateful for that. Yeah. But you've gotten this far. So the one thing that we talk about, like in NLP is there is no failure. There's only feedback. Mm. So use everything as a learning experience, I just like I, Thomas Edison. You know what I'm saying? It took him how many, what? He was a horrible person. I don't like Thomas Edison. Thomas okay. Edison Thomas Edison was a horrible person. Okay. For those who aren't listening, look it up. Or for those who are listening. I, I am. I'm, in, I'm, I'm <laughs> a team Tesla. Who... I'm a team Tesla girl. Okay. All right. I, I don't like Tesla. I don't like Edison. Okay. Um, he was a bully. Sorry. That's a whole new segue. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, Rich? We could, we could just do a whole podcast on Tesla, Tesla. versus Edison, which I, I'm all about that, by the way. I, I, lo I love I Tesla. I was no, going that's one with, of my buttons. I apologize. I, 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 and I apologize for button. pushing that's that a, button. That's a button for me. So... Sorry. It's okay. Not like you smell like cabbage. It was like, no, think of Edison. Don't like, talk about this. I was, I was in Ohio and I got so How mad. Dare ye. I had to leave the state. And I'm sorry. I, How did you get mad at an entire state over Edison? Apparently he was born there or something. And there he, was a and plaque. He, and he submerged in Fort Myers. I went down to go. I didn't go in though. All right. So going back to Edison. Going back to. I, I know where you're going. Not with. making her mad at me because she's the one with the headphones. 
That, that's it. Okay. Could mean both of us. <laughs> we sh- we share a br- we we try to share a brain. You share a brain. She definitely occupies eighty percent of it, and I'm just like the left. I'm I'm like Danny. Well, DeVito then I definitely twins. don't want to make the eighty percent mad. Does that make no. you Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yes, mm. you are California. That's who you are. Okay, so but anyway, back. just okay. There is no failure. There's only feedback. So just taking every experience as being a learning experience and saying, okay, so today I did my very best. Um, yeah, maybe I made a few mistakes. That's okay. So I'm going to use those mistakes as a learning experience for tomorrow. Tomorrow I won't make those mistakes. I'll, I'll do something better. And just like I'm sure you've done countless video projects, you've learned along the way. You've learned, okay, today this took me an hour to learn this process. So now tomorrow I'm going to do it in a matter of 15 minutes. Yeah, I don't think there's any greater teaching tool than doing it wrong. Cool. I, I mean, is that, how do you know not to stick your hand in the fire? You got to do it. <laughs> you, you have a question? Do that again. I have a question. Okay. I have a query. Um, is this- It's one of my favorite, that's my trigger query? word. You don't like query? <laughs> um, Sometimes when I feel overwhelmed with I cry. tasks that I have to do, and, and Mark, Mark can probably attest to I'm a, I'm a pretty bad overachiever at trying to get too much stuff done. Okay. Um, I like to think of all of my tasks and things to do is like video game quests. Cool. And like leveling up. So even if I kind of fail at like doing my dishes or I accidentally throw like an ink pen in my load of laundry and it explodes all over my, my things and I have to wash it again. Right. It's like, well, I haven't, I didn't. I kind of lost that level, but I can do it over. Yeah. So I just lost a little bit of time, but I still am leveling up along the way. Right. Until I achieve my goal and I can go do something else. That's a totally cool way of looking. Yeah. At it. That's that's kind of how I approach like my bigger tasks. And like you've seen some of my f- f- posts on Facebook when I have to be in like three different states in a day. It's like now I'm in winter hold. Except Ohio. Now no, no I don't want to go to Ohio. Only because of Edison. It's not. I have nothing against Ohio itself. It's just right. Edison. Who, for for the no one from Ohio that we would have offended by that. <laughs> that's listening to this. One dude like sitting in a tub with his ham radio in Cleveland. Wait, if there is anybody in Ohio, please in respond to this. You son of a bitch. Oh, H. And I'll leave that up to the comments. Anyway, I, I, li- I like the idea of, of uh, just thinking of things in terms of video games. And I yeah. don't know. Is that help is that sort of like the same idea does it help like, you it does help then then do it okay if it helps you if that's if i give an analogy if i give an example that's just one that i could have chosen so if we're using cake for mark because mark <laughs> enjoys cake then that's the example we're going to give him with the eggs and like the flour and things like that okay. if you want to look at it in terms of video games quests quests mm-hmm. to get the the prizes at the end of the level then that's what works for you and that's what you should do. Okay. I would do it that way. So how do you, how do how do how do these two fine gentlemen fit into the equation? Well, I've known John for a long time. Who hasn't? <laughs> and I pretty much came up with this idea months ago and John was the first person I called and I threw him at it. I threw the idea at him and he said awesome idea. Let's do it. Um, so John and I started brainstorming and this fine gentleman over here was actually the first person that I asked to be a presenter. Um, I met Marty about a year and a half ago or so. Thereabouts. And um, I went up to him at 
uh, NEPA networker meeting. And I was like, Marty, this is the event that I want to do. I really want you to be a presenter. What's it going to take? And he said, yes. And so I'll let these guys speak for a little bit. Who says NEPA is so bad? It's synergy. It's bringing everyone together, right? <laughs> What's the event so that we're clear? <laughs> do, do I say it or do you say it? By all means. Oh, you, um, you define it. The The event is uh, resolutions. It's going to be at the Scranton Hilton on January 25th, Sunday, January 25th. And it's going to be focusing on personal and professional development, health and wellness, and uh, bringing in arts and culture to create like an atmosphere of inspiration and excellence. How does that all come together? Like, how do you, how do you, or like, because I don't mean to steal your, there, there's been tons of health and wellness fairs. Like they're pretty much a diamond dozen and there's, you know, business fairs and personal development days and there's events spreading arts and culture. I'm someone that is interested in all those areas of life. And I, from my work and I know Marty's, um, he can probably agree with me. Um, you have a choice, Marty. You have a choice. You can agree. <laughs> I, with- I will agree with you. I don't even know what you're going to say. I yeah, agree. The red but pill or the blue pill. I, I've, I've noticed that when you have an interest in one area of life or maybe you have an issue with one area of life, sometimes it crosses over. Like you can have health issues and they will transfer into your personal and professional life. If you are a big partier and you love the arts and culture scene and you're a big partier, you know, going out to the bars late at night, if you go up late to work the next day, that could have an influence. That's a negative influence. Also, it could have a positive influence in that if you're someone that is very creative and you use music or arts to drive yourself, that might be that prize at the end of the day to do a good job at your work and go home and be able to play keyboard or guitar or whatever, um, paint a picture or whatever. So I wanted to fuse all of these different areas of life and help people with their resolutions so that if I know I need to get fit for this year, but I also kind of want to have a more of a social life. Oh, there's this event that has these two things right there. I'm going to go. I think you just put the bar up higher for me. Did I? Yeah. And it's now, now I look at you and we'll I'm look, like, man, he's doing so much good stuff. <laughs> we'll be, we'll expect to see you there, by the way. To make, I'll be there. Okay. Well, right. I, I, I will argue with that a little bit with you. So like, oh, are we going to argue now? No, no, no. It's, it's a good argument. It's a good argument. So, you know, you, you would sit there to him though and say like, he's, you, you know, he's setting a bar and he's doing all this good stuff and everything. Okay. So just hear me out a little bit. So what do you view or measure as success? Yeah. I want to know what you think that is. No, seriously. Like you have a level, you have a bar and I know you, you know, I've known you for years, yeah, years yeah. and years. So I want to know what you think is success. My condolences. <laughs> John used to be, John used to, John used to play at the green frog. <laughs> and then I would get drunk and I would go up and sing Duran Duran with him. <laughs> but that was my twenties. But you know what's funny? <laughs> you you would sing Duran Duran all the time. That's all you wanted to sing, and and, and it was uh, Ordinary World by. It's a beautiful song, and it's a, it's an it's a magnificent song. Like actually, yeah. like the, the the lyrics in the song are are absolutely fantastic. Simon Lebon. 
uh, <laughs> which, you know, every woman in the 80s wanted to sleep with. Yeah. But anyways. The Beatles of the 80s. But like, no, I, honestly, they're like, what do you measure as, as success? I don't know, man. I like, I look, I like, I like, like I look at you, all three of you and, and, and I, cause that, I look at all three of you as successes. And that was the weird, that was the thing I was thinking about when, when we were, when we were talking about it before mm-hmm. on like setting, you know, where, where you were talking about me, how, how like we're kind of, you and I are kind of re- relatable in, in the way of our personalities about mm-hmm. like, you know, how we just keep, you know, I elaborated more being the feck in the bubble, but right. You know, so in, in a weird way, like, People could look at me. People could look at Rich, Lauren, any of you, Jimmy, and say, you know, what does that person have to bitch about? Like, what do they have to keep going? Like, they're doing well. Like, good for them. You know, blah blah blah. So, to to the people outside looking in, mm-hmm. I might be in a great place, mm-hmm. but from me on the inside looking out, I, I I feel like I'm suffocating. But that's the thing, though, that we were talking about before. Happiness, I don't know. I, happiness I don't, is relative, and and right. success is only relative to what you think. So, what you might view as success for me, like maybe I've done X, Y, and Z. I could turn around to you and say you're crazy to not think that you're doing that before. Like my, my point to you would be, you know, we're sitting in a room doing a podcast that didn't exist until you put your hands into it and built it. Right. You know, and bands didn't come here to record, you know, and Jimmy, who is the most awesome person ever, is in the booth over there. He wouldn't be here unless you thank you. He just, he just goes, thank you. <laughs> like you like none of them would be here to even talk about this or create in this room unless you didn't have the idea yeah. to put it here. You know, it's like it's great that like, like, you know, we've all had our contributions and our accolades for like what it is. But one of my friends, I I will never forget this as long as I live. And it was cool because they actually put it in the business journal uh, that we were just in. Uh, And it, I was out in Los Angeles the one time when we got in this really weird discussion about the meaning of life. And it's just like, Oh my God, I'm 24 years old. And I'm having a freaking epiphany. Like, you know, like what Why is am it I in the ladies bathroom? And uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and I was in Los Angeles too. So it really could have, I really could have been at that point. And we, we just sat there. We were kind of going over everything. Cause like, we're just talking about religions and stuff and, you know, Christianity and Judaism and Hindu and uh, Taoism and, you know, Kabbalah. And like, you know, I like, I was raised Roman Catholic, but the, of all the things that I love, like, you know, Kabbalah is like the one that I really relate to the most. And, you know, we actually sat there about like wanting to figure out what true happiness was or, you know, what the the ultimate meaning of life is. And this and that while we're here. And, you know, I I asked him, I said, you know, what do you really think it is, dude? Like, what do you get it? Like, like, like it's, you know, some people measure measure it by wealth. And, you know, to me, I think that's bullshit because at the end of the day, you can make all the money in the world and you can't take any of it with you. You know, so I always had the aspect of you know, while you're here with whatever money it is that you have, you know, do something good with it, you know? And and some people would say, well, you know, I want it all for myself and that's great. But the one thing he said to me was, he's like, I only thought that my real true purpose and meaning of life while I was here was to create more than I destroy. And that was the coolest thing I ever heard in my entire life because like, I just sat there uh, and I, I had this That's look on profound. What about I, I had this look on my face? Like I just found out I was adopted or something. Like, cause it like I had, like, <laughs> I like, I, but like, yeah, again, <laughs> like, like, but it was like a real epiphany though, because you know, 
some people are the complete opposite, you know, and, and they're some true kneeling. The they're burn. true kneeling of yeah, but yeah. it's the Batman thing. Some yeah. men just want to watch the world burn, right? You know, and I, you almost have to like have like a, a flip side of the spectrum. I mean, this is that whole cabalism thing where it comes in because you, and it's almost like Star Wars. And he and I love Richie and I love Star Wars, and so it's does a positive, <laughs> but it's but it's positive and negative, man. You can't have one without the other, and there has to be a true balance throughout. The, you know, to make all of it work. But at the end of the day, the force should overcome the dark side, even by one good deed. Well, hey, listen, that, that, but that's a funny thing when you actually say that though, because it's those people that sit there and say, you know, happiness is, is contagious. So is misery. Oh yeah. And, and it really is the truth. Like it's, it's it, <laughs> all right. I like you even more now, but it's like, but it's, it's really the truth. So it's like when it, when it comes to happiness, you know, like, and again, it's all relative. Like, what makes you really happy? Does misery make you happy? Does happy make you happy? Like, what is it? I know people who love misery. Yeah. Misery love loves being, company. They misery love being company. miserable. I like and to surround myself with people who are just really, really... <laughs> giggly? No, no, no. This, just, this sounds really sick. <laughs> um, I like... Okay, so like Jimmy, to me, right, is is like... Jimmy, to me, is like the Saturday morning cartoon. You know what I mean? Like no matter no matter like what's going on, like Jimmy to me is like I can I can look at Jimmy and like have a smile or like laugh or like know that, you know, the world's going to be OK because I'm watching X-Men at 10 a.m. on Fox. Right. Then there's the people I like to hang out with whose life. I don't know if this is the right choice of words, but. It's not as. It's a little bit they're in a, a little worse off a place than me, whether it's like emotionally okay. or, you know, creatively or whatever, because then that makes me look at myself and say, well, stop complaining because you don't have it that bad. You know what I mean? So like for me to put a positive spin on it and it sounds really sick. Cause it's like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's like, I'm not in, in as bad a position as like, you're like, oh, okay. Pretty awful example. But like, Eric Frain, I'm not in his position. So I can actually look at that positively <laughs> and say, like, I'm not a crazy psychopath. Okay. Uh. Something went well in my life. So I feel like this is the, this is the shit. Like, this is the way I like my mind operates where I'm like, I saw him on the news. That's why it, and it's, and it's in my mind right now. Cause I saw it on the news and I'm like, I'm not him. So I'm really glad can't be that bad. I'm really glad you're not a murderer too. Okay. Yeah. Me too. Uh, what if I'd really be uncomfortable. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this would take a turn for the worse is real it, quick. Is it, is it? No, because I mean, like, and the other thing too is, you know, can't really have a conversation with that guy, even if he is. He, yeah, he doesn't really seem very talkative. No, he's he, especially now, right? Yeah. <laughs> like he's like, you know what? Who was? I think it was it was George Carlin or Sam Kennison when you know when they said they said, um, you know, oh, you always got to look out for the quiet ones. Uh, yeah, that was a Carlin. Right. And Carlin and meanwhile, like the loud guy, but he's going to come up house. behind you and stab right. you. Yeah. And, yeah. It, and, and, <laughs> and, and, and like with, with that example, it's like, you never know, you know, you almost have to be like a cautiously optimistic about, or cautiously pessimistic, maybe about everybody that you meet, you know, where's the line? Who do I talk to? How do I talk to them? I, but if, if that I totally divert, if that's your current, perception of <laughs> the world, then that, is kind of what you're going to project. Like if you, and I'm not saying Thanks. you, Random. no, Thanks, I'm not rich. I'm, I'm giving the, <laughs> no Christmas card, no Kabbalah card for you this year. <laughs> oh, 
drats. <laughs> no red ribbon around the wrist. <laughs> no Madonna album. I, I think it's. I think it's a good thing to. You just got that. <laughs> be careful, but to I, expect or to think the worst in a situation is kind of putting yourself in that negative state. But I don't. I don't know if it's necessarily looking at it negatively. I think. I think it's looking at it as a way where it's like. You know, for me, you know, a lot of people get caught up in, 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 you know, the quote unquote drama of their lives. You know what I mean? You know, it's like, oh, today's awful. Like I got a ticket in front of the downtown deli. You know what I mean? It's the worst day in the world. Okay. You know what I mean? Like those people who just totally like blow whatever bad thing happens completely out of proportion. And it's probably not that the ticket is the thing that sent him off. There was an underlying thing that they were probably upset about, but it was the straw that broke the camel's back. Okay. So my strange way of looking at things is to be like, almost look at like the worst case scenario and find solace that I'm not in that. Does that make sense? Okay. So you're like reframing it so that you're looking yeah, at the no, brighter it's side. Like, it's like, cause I can't stand, I have a really hard time listening to people you know, and the thing is, is like it's hypocritical of me because I get I'm guilty of it, too, where I'm like, oh, today's awful. Like like Christmas, like mm-hmm. I fell and I hit my knee and like that was like the drama for the day. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So I was totally gu- I was limping. I was like I was like literally like the six year old that just fell off of her tricycle. Uh-huh. And then I like I had to like really step back. And I always I always when I make decisions or, or look at things in life, I always say, what would I say to someone else in that position? OK. And that's how what I try to do? view my life because 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 from the outside looking in you get a different perspective of it right when you're on the inside looking out it's the worst thing in the world does that make sense do you notice most of these podcasts go with do you know what i mean or does that make sense are usually the the what do you mean (laughs) you you said something kind of interesting though before like you know even talking about like eric freen or you know the way that you're yeah, cautious around uh, talking to people or wondering like, you know, how do I approach this person or this or that? Or, you know, it's, it's a little weird because uh, and not to sound a little bit even more philosophical, but you know, you see these, these tragedies uh, and the Eric Freen thing to me is just an honor. It's, it's a tragedy like uh, in and of itself, but there's, there's a couple of tragedies to this mm-hmm. and not just the fact of the action that happened but the actions that led before that into the action that happened, you know, it's the same thing when you're saying, you know, is this guy going to stab me in the back? Is this guy going to, you know, who's going to rob the quickie Mart? who, and, and it's almost like the trading places movie. Right. Uh, with Eddie Murphy. And you, you gotta, you gotta think about this and uh, like with people in general, which is, it's great that there's gentlemen like these over here as life coaches and business coaches, but in business coaches, but it, it all goes together and you have to understand that like, Listen, these men or these women that have come into this uh, realm of where their mind is so gone, these men and women were once children. Right. And they were once young kids or whatever. And what went wrong? What absolutely went wrong to the point that this tragedy has to happen? You know, and it's. Or cool. what, what was what was the. the what are the, what were the actions the and what was the, what was the catalyst? You know, yeah. what, what is the catalyst and what, what is still making, you know, adults like feel like this, you know, or it's almost like the same thing of like, you know, New Year's Eve is the biggest time for suicides. You know, why? Because everybody feels lonely. They feel disconnected. They feel like something has just gone so tragically wrong in their lives that they, they can't be safe from it. 
you know, which is great. Like I said that like people like Richard here, cause they, they, it, it gets you into your head to make you start and wonder like, you know, what are the underlying factors that don't make you happy or have made you feel discombobulated or uncomfortable or uh, like an underachiever or th- things of that nature. You know, Dalai Lama like still has one of the greatest sayings ever in this world, you know, an eye for an eye and the whole <laughs> world goes blind. Right. You know, and mm-hmm. it, it's almost like the, the whole thing, like, you know, it's saying, you know, a, a guy's a murderer. So now we're going to kill him. You know, like where, where's the, where's the right and the wrong aspects when what leads to well, like, what's, what's, what's the, the morally, you know, it's, it's, you know, I don't, I don't, I really don't know how to address that. <laughs> well, I mean, like morals, I like mean, in a way that like, we're not in a bathroom in LA at 4am. No, like, listen, like, you know, I, 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 I'm a firm believer in obviously positive reinforcement because positive always positive means positive. No, yeah. Better outcome. You know, sometimes what was it? What was the movie? It was, uh, the fifth element. And, and, and I love this movie yeah. because it, because the guy lived chaos. So he basically said, you know, if it wasn't for chaos, if me smashing a glass on the ground, there wouldn't be all these little things that would come around and, and do their job, and give yeah. it a job and a purpose and stuff like that, which again leads back to the whole balance between good and evil and everything, right. which I, I do believe in. Uh, but it's in this day and age, and especially in the Northeastern Pennsylvania region, which has been labeled one of the most unhappiest places in the entire country. Who's labeling times. it? Uh, quite a few people. Yeah. And, and, and that's unfortunate. Who's because, repeating vitriol from someone who, well, who, I mean, who you know, threw a dart at the wall and picked Scranton. Exactly. You know, don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, Scranton has seen its troubled times and it's seen its wonderful times too. Everything goes through cycle as it is, but it's all it takes is just one person to turn anything around and make a difference. And maybe this is that person sitting next to me right now or the gentleman next to him or you in your crazy ball and cake, you know, for that matter, <laughs> you know, but like, that's like, I, I don't get to have a discussion like this really ever on a uh, personal or philosophical level. So I will take it a step further with rich saying like, I'm grateful that I even get to do this this evening and I get to do it because you created the room that we get to sit in and do it. Yeah, but there he started go. the. Sorry, Lauren. But every but he started the website. See, he re, he's see, redirecting pass, it. But, but passing, there again, you're passing he, it off. Yeah, you, like but, you don't get it. I'm not. He he started the website. You built the house. A lot of gears. He's throwing the party. You have the house. Mark. Mark. <laughs> Let them eat cake. Mark. Can, can can I? Can you and I have a conversation real quick? Yeah. This is this okay. is this is what this shine so, the light on me. So you and I met a couple weeks ago at. Uh, Corey's. For those that don't know, Corey is Marty's son, who's neither pointing at Marty and Cor- Corey was a uh, guest on uh, one Episode of our two. earlier, yeah, our earlier okay. podcast. Brilliant young man, sir. I may you, add. you really, he know is, and and, how to and raise uh, handsome too. Yeah, <laughs> looks like his mother. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so you and I met. You know, we're you know now we're becoming friends, right? I yeah. mean, we're we're Hopefully hanging we out, sushi, chatting them up. Yeah, yeah, we'll go definitely go off for sushi. Can you and I continue a game? Can we start a game tonight, and then you and I are going to continue a game for say the next few days, and then if you this frightens the hell, and then if me. and then if we have so much fun with it, <laughs> we're going to continue the game for maybe. 
a week or two. Where I've called you, I've gone, Rich, I don't know what. And then because <laughs> like I believe. Like tears. What are you getting yourself into? This is going to be such a great game. And we might even bring you in and we're going to get some some tickets at the end of the at the end of the game and the different levels that we go through. Right. Because you like to nice. incorporate video games. Okay. Nice. Nothing. How, nice about, how about tonight? After this podcast is over, I want you to go home and take a simple piece of paper. OK, I want you to write down five Maybe 10 if you're feeling saucy. Five or 10. I'm feeling frisky. If you're feeling frisky. Okay. Things that you're grateful for. Things that you've done a great job at. And if you were listening to but, John, but he now gave wait, you is one it, already. Is it, could it be people's places and things or is it accomplishments? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> Would you like hot or mild sauce? That's yes. right. Yes. Sure. It could be anything. Yes. But it needs to something that you're grateful for that's had a profound influence on your life. And it should but be some, something like I'm grateful for air. Right. It, it should be something that you help create. Bit, a little bit more personal. You need to take a little responsibility for this. Okay. Okay. So it's not like. I'm thankful for the new Pro Tools setup, unless, of course, you had a hand in the new Pro Tools setup. I, I will I will play this game. Okay. And the only reason I will play this game is There's not a condition the, now. No, no, no. Okay. Um, the only reason I will play this game is because I, how would I know I like or dislike sushi if I've never tried it? Yes. Green eggs and ham. So I will, I will, I will play this game. Good. And if I give up, <laughs> no, you cannot. No, there's no condition. We're, we're just going to play this my game. Friend, if, it, I, if I give up, it, we're just going to play this game. It's just, it's a game. I'll do it. Try okay. or try not. I'm yeah. done. Or do, do or not. do not. There, there is, is no, no try. try. I'm finished. Do I get a prize? Yes. Wait, you already you did. did it? Yeah. Well, that's what, that's because you show up everywhere with a pad and a pen. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair, Lauren. <laughs> I should have put an iPhone We're in being grateful. Pants. People are, are a lot of people are going to come to this event and they're going to have all different backgrounds, all different problems, all different uh, looking for different solutions, mm -hmm. uh, all, all kinds of things. So um, what, what kinds of things are going to be at this? Uh, what, what kinds of uh, things are, are you guys going to be hosting um, that are, are going to help people with different kinds of problems and uh, you know, or looking for different, different answers? Well, like I said, there is all of the presenters come from a variety of backgrounds. And one of the presenters right here, Marty Wolf is Marty. Why don't you tell us about what you're going to be doing? Marty, why don't you talk? And, uh, <laughs> Isn't it uh, funny that the guy with his own radio show? <laughs> Welcome to the party, Marty. This is actually relaxing to me. I don't have to ask any questions. I can just uh, be yourself. Just kind of take your shoes off. I'm 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 on carpeted I'm floors. myself when I'm Very on the nice. radio. Yeah. Um. Well, again, Richard asked. Rich asked me, um, <laughs> get involved with this, and uh, I just immediately was connected to this guy because he's so genuine. So yeah. that's one of the reasons why I said yes right away. I mean, I'm going to come at it. Anything that I do is kind of a combination of inspiration and implementation. Again, I come at it from a business standpoint. So what I'm going to talk about, and when I do speak to groups, I frame everything in the word respect. So I get people to get that in their head 
And then from there, I say, well, what does R mean? Can does R mean to you? And then I go through there and I'll make recommendations. And that will change depending on the group that I'm that I'm with. If I'm with a sales organization, the R might stand for referrals. Okay. If uh, this group, it might turn out to be, well, how about relationships? But I will come at it <laughs> from a pardon. <laughs> Good choice. Yeah, well, yeah, us. exactly right. So, but everything in terms of my presentation uh, at Rich's uh, resolutions will be based on the word respect, and I'll just uh, elicit some discussion around that, and um, hopefully there'll be some solid takeaway from that. Was that okay? Yeah. Okay. A plus. Thank you. Appreciate it. John, what's your involvement? Uh, Somebody told me about it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, the... MCR. Can't wait to watch the video because you're going to be like the kid who's who's like last pick for kickball. You're just sitting there like this, just like oh. I wasn't good. At I've been watching either. you the whole time, man. Body language is important. I've been I've been eyeing you up, not in that way, but well, you've in been a like way. a jackhammer. So it's like okay, well, that's because so, like, that's because of the coffee. <laughs> no, uh, am I back to my A game yet? No, or is we it still uh, B? You're 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 getting you're you're, you're getting good. there. Rich okay. Rich is Rich is helping you through this. Okay, good. So uh, positivity. The company. Uh, MCR uh, is sponsoring his event. So we're going to take care of like a lot of production aspects and things for it. I mean, uh, you know, Rich has been a good friend of mine for quite a few years now. And uh, when he presented the opportunity for it, I just said, I'm like, whatever I can give you for the day to make the event a success, we'd be more happy to donate and just do whatever. So now I'm going to, now I'm going to go to the event. Okay. Right. I'm going to go to the event. Which, which, so coming to you, Mm-hmm. Looking at you right now mm-hmm. in your beautiful Persian eyes. That's correct. Okay. I got it right. Okay. Okay. You got it. Good. Cause there was like a question mark above that word. Um, I'm Ron Burgundy. Can I <laughs> <laughs> San Diego, um, San Diego, which means can I, can I, vagina. can I just say it really does Wikipedia. Um, you never saw what, that? what you do. So I don't, I don't have, I don't have, I don't have the experience of interacting with, with, with Marty or rich because I haven't been fortunate enough to take advantage of it yet, but September 25th, I will see I'm doing the positivity thing. January January. 25th. For some reason, ever since I was a kid, right? (laughs) I think that January is the beginning of the school. Like when, after winter break, Mm -hmm. I think it's like summer break and I'm back to September. Oh, wow. Is that crazy? It's a little weird. So January... Maybe you should book something for September 25th, too. <laughs> yeah, John, you know? you available that day, something, too? Something else he needs to work <laughs> on, too. Jeez. Um, <laughs> all right, so just... <laughs> Sorry. Um, you know where I was going with it, though. Sure. Um, so January's what you guys... Yeah. What you what you do and what... I watched you build all right. MCR. Uh-huh. And I just want to say, as a friend... Uh-huh. I don't know for colleagues. Maybe kind of a colleague. Yeah. Okay. Con- congratulations, and you do a really good job. Thank you. Of what you do, I still don't think that you truly know what you do yet. <laughs> but you do a damn good job. <laughs> <laughs> so I just Thank wanted you. to say that. I appreciate. And that. you have your hands in a lot of cookie jars. Well, this, so, and this is a this, this has got uh, got to be a very different event for you too, because I mean, a, a lot of the events that I've seen that you you've done are, are, are concerts and things like that. So, uh, how do you approach something like this uh, as opposed to uh, you know other productions you've done in the past? Every event is different. I mean, 
you know, I, I came from a background of starting to be, you know, a concert promoter, uh, you know, running a music showcase, uh, managing bands, booking bands, out tour managing one as well. Uh, but, Ooh. but there, I'm not saying any names. Uh, it all, it Queen? all, uh, I've heard of them. <laughs> it, I'm uh, it all goes together though. It's not, it's, uh, the basement is still the same. It's just the house on top of it is different. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, it's just the best way that I could give an analogy for it. I mean, this event, I mean, you know, production wise for what he's going to need, it might just be, you know, some physical aspects and tangible ones that we're going to come in and just design a couple of things for him and call it a day. It won't be like massively difficult by any means, but it's just another cool event that we, we do. I, you know, obviously I do, you know, weddings and corporates and galas and yeah. themed events and bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs. And I've been to a few. What? A, yeah. You've what, that, one that, or two that you've, that you've, and they say it sparkled and twinkled the whole night. Oh you yeah. Know? Uh, but it's, it again comes back to the fact of uh, it's like the money aspect that you say before, you know, you can have all the money in the world, but you can't take it with you. So, you know, to me, this is like helping out a good friend and money just money doesn't matter. Like it's the, it's the end intent for what it matters. So if it creates a positive influence and a positive ripple effect going forward, that's the kind of stuff that stands out. And that's kind of the whole, you know, what we're talking about with the whole Scranton or Wilkesbury mentality sometimes is some people are focusing too much on the negative aspects of things. And, you know, sometimes you have to create more than you destroy. I remember my two Scranton things I was going to tell you now. Shoot. Okay. I heard two, I heard two different things about Scranton that I thought were apropos. I probably told uh, Lauren and, and Rich this and probably Jimmy too. The one thing they said was if everybody from Scranton woke up tomorrow and the streets were covered in horse shit. Mm-hmm people would just buy taller boots. <laughs> okay. And the other thing is, um, I heard somebody say when the world ends, Scranton still has 10 more years. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. So, uh, but the thing, but I mean, like we talked about this in a podcast before, like the thing about like our area is that, you know, it's kind of like we can talk shit on it. But if anybody else does, like we take offense to it, you know what I mean? So like when those articles come out and they say, oh, it's the most miserable city or whatever, like I think like deep down in our heart of hearts as residents of this area, like we, we kind of take offense to that because we don't I don't think we truly believe that even though like, you know, if you and I talk, we're like, oh, today's just it's snowed. And, you know what I mean? I, I, I think there's I think there's a, I think there's an unspoken pride in this area that doesn't get talked about there enough. There's, you know what I mean? There's a big pride here. And, and, and you got to keep in mind too, that like your actions and your decisions are going to lead to your own destined outcome. So which way do you want to, you know, choose for like, quite honestly, if somebody is miserable and they feel they haven't achieved anything or, you know, <laughs> thanks for looking at me when you said that. No, I mean, like <laughs> you, jerk you, of the world. You have to keep in mind that like, you better your own surroundings or you're going to destroy them. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, 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 it's one or the other, you know, Scranton is old is Scranton is, has, uh, everybody always talks about anthracite, you know, but if you actually read back into the history, Scranton was a huge steel, an iron, uh, 
bigger than Bethlehem at one point. Like this was New York City, like a 300,000 people living around here. And it's just that the industry collapsed. So everybody kind of looks at it like right now, like as the, the Uzbekistan of the United States, because it's just <laughs> like, like, well, no, honestly, like it's, it's gone through its rough times. Like this, this is a, a dark gray place to live. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. It's just, it's the, just a color. It's, it's just, the shade. The, it's just the climate. Like, listen, it's beautiful in the fall. And it, like, we have two seasons. We have leaves and we have sticks. And that's just being honest. Like, you know, like it, like it's it's six months of sticks and six months of leaves around here. And and it's fine. There's great things that come out of here though. And like quite honestly, like I don't care what anybody says. It's not New York City. You can make it in Scranton. You can make it in freaking anywhere. And that's and that's the honest to God truth, because there is there is economic depression here. But just like anywhere else, um, it doesn't just exist in Scranton. It exists everywhere. It's not unique. To it, here. It's not. And it's not. And everybody just says, you know, oh, it's, you know, this is a crap place to live. Like, you know what? Like, it's going to be a crap place to live wherever you go because that's what you're just going to make out of it. Right. You right. know, and that's that's it. Bottom line. You know, there are beautiful things around here and there's great things to do that we take for granted on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. But you would do that in any natural surrounding if you live there. That's like saying that you can only be happy in a certain area. Like, why can't people create a successful, prosperous, happy But you hear hear people say that all the time. Like, I got to get out of this area. Right. No, you don't. Right. Because they are defining- Because they think that the environment's going to change their personality. Correct. Yeah. So that's one of the goals of events like this- is to say you can have like if you don't want to be here anymore, then 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 leave. Then yeah, then, nobody's no. You're, but if you're going to be here, why not make it an awesome place? Why not make it a prosperous, successful, happy environment by putting on good events, by helping local businesses to prosper, by putting on um you know, great concerts and and things like that by having like open mics and art shows and making, you know, cultural videos or having like a, a, a film. Um, there's like community film groups and there's yeah, yeah. tons of shows going on and community festivals and things like that. So go out and support these events, go out and shop local and help these mom and pop businesses to bring in that money. So Spend it at a mom and pop place instead of a big chain store or, you know, go out and on a Friday night, go to a yoga studio or or go to a cultural experience or eat out and enjoy good company and good conversation as opposed to sitting at home watching Netflix for the umpteenth time. Are Are you in my house? (laughs) Yes. <laughs> no, but there are I'm good, always there. There there are there are Play so game. many good things to do and so people should take advantage of these opportunities and make it an enjoyable place. Yeah. You know, going out and socializing and meeting people, you know, uh how about just saying hi yeah. to a stranger? How about that? I got into an awesome conversation in a parking lot of one of the local supermarkets with a man named Chester. And yeah. Chester, if you're listening, I'm sorry I didn't meet you at that at that place that you mentioned, but I actually had to get Behind my groceries home. 
<laughs> no, he invited me. He invited me to mass actually, uh, which was oh, that's really sweet. A really, really random kind gesture, but we got into a great conversation cool. uh, on New Year's Eve. But the, but this is, that kind of goes to show you a little bit, though, is that society has taken is very funny when it comes. Human beings are very funny in general because we're not taught right now to trust each other. We're taught to not trust each other. I agree with that. And like yeah. we, you, you just, you just can't be nice to somebody on the street. You know, you know, like well, what's they think you're up to something. Well, listen, like I was in, how's old, your day? What well, do you want? I was in old forge two weeks ago <laughs> outside of Ravello's. I was going to pick up pizza and take it down to my father in Virginia. And, um, you know, my wife you called it that delivery that far. Well, they don't have that kind of stuff. In the, 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 you ever have pizza in Virginia? It's not good. No. So, you know, my wife had called it in and she's like, now let's take some down or whatever. And I was walking down the street and they had two Christmas trees outside and one was standing up and the other one had been knocked over by the wind. It was just laying there in the middle of the sidewalk. And I watched like 10 people just look at it and just walk past. And I, I just stopped and picked up the tree and, you know, made sure the base was secure. And I walked in, I said, your tree fell down. They're like, oh, it keeps falling down. And so I'm like, well, I put it back up or whatever. And, you know, like I, there was a sandbag over there and just moved it in front of the tree. Like just do stuff like that. Like what happened to like people like doing something nice for no reason whatsoever. None. Like, I don't know. I'm waiting for you to give me the answer. Well, I can't give you the answer because <laughs> you have to be the answer. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> that's it like, you just answered it be the answer there you that go. was Gandhi like be, oh the, be the change you want to see in the world that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's, there you that's go. exactly right, right. Yeah. I'm you, just saying you're, like, you're, you're a prophetic plagiarizer <laughs> but, but I'm just, not Indian but, just think but about really very accurate though yes <laughs> very accurate just think about if if everyone went out on what do they call it? Small sa- uh, shop Saturdays, small. small Saturdays. And you went out and decided to, I'm going to buy Christmas gifts, birthday gifts, whatever. I'm going to choose to support a local shop instead. Right. What if you're walking down the street and you choose to be nice to someone and just say, hey, how you doing? If you choose to have a nice conversation with someone, what if you choose to support an open mic night that's helping artists that want to come up? Okay. Tuesday so now, the so now everyone in this room chose to do that. Okay. What if you had an, a profound effect on someone else because they were that person you spoke to, or they were that small business owner, and they were inspired by that and then they in turn did it like pay it forward kind right of i was thing. just gonna say that okay yeah. so what if this is crazy now so i'm now i'm bo- going to blow your mind finally we've hit crazy what if <laughs> all six of us and seven, seven decided he's the seventh, he's to the do seventh that. samurai and what if the people watching said I'm going to try this too. 
And then they went and did something nice for someone and, sh- and supported a local business and attended a conference, con- uh, attended an open mic, attended a show, supported a local business. And then the people that felt that, then they went and supported or they went and attended an event or they went and said something nice. And then it went out even further And then even further, could you imagine what would happen in any PA if people just decided to do something nice only because they wanted to and not said, well, I'm only going to do it if someone else does it first. You be that answer. You do it first and then just do it again and then do it again. And then it's going to catch. But if you sit there and say, well, I'm not going to do it until someone else does it first. It's what the and, mob mentality. And if, and if everyone says that, then everyone's going to stand there with their hands in their pockets. I'm not going to talk to that person because they didn't talk to me. Okay, cool. So you go talk to them. So big deal. Just go talk to them real quick. January 25th. Yes. Yes. I'm going to be there. Is sure. it all day? All day. 10 till 7. Holy moly. With an after party at Marty's house. <laughs> Been there. It's a great pad. <laughs> he knows where to go and yeah. there will, he'll set up the, the lighting and, and, and everything. There will be Ooh, nuggets and pickles afterwards. <laughs> be, I like pickles. And then Marty, Marty will send me the bill. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, you know, and that's, that's the, the biggest challenge with, uh, with any PA scene in general, uh, just because um, you know, really, uh, I could just easily try to do what, um, the other media has done around here and create another, uh, you know, boring, uh, format, uh, a, a media company that puts out, uh, the same types of articles that you see, uh, the same types of videos and, and, but really, uh, from the beginning, the mission has always been to make the area better and mm-hmm. to show, uh, through positivity that all these great things are going on and take that positive attitude and keep paying it forward all the time. And that's, it's reflected in our columnists, uh, uh Rich writes, uh, a column called strength and focus, uh, that comes out every Monday. Um, it's reflected in, uh, the way that we approach our interviews whether it be you know a band or a theater group or whoever uh, we we try to to take that and and constantly help people out and do things that you know re- reach out to the people that don't normally get a story or that the the other media says well they're not good enough for a story they're not interesting enough well let's find out what is interesting about them and 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 uh, you know turn that around uh, it's it's getting people to pay that back that's the that's the tough part and that's where the business business end of it comes in, you know, like that's where, where my, my biggest struggle is because I've gotten people, uh, on board with the mission and gotten on people on board with the content and people love what we do. And the, the positive energy has been amazing. I've gotten more of a response from this than I ever did in, in five years of corporate journalism. Uh, but Um, the other side of it is then, you know, some people will take advantage and some people's, you know, like, uh, you know, for example, we put up, uh, you know, photo galleries from very, very talented photographers every week who do it and then people who do it for free because they believe in the mission and they believe in, in what we're doing that eventually, you know, once, 
we get to a level where everybody can get paid, then, then wonderful. Uh, but right now we have a lot of volunteers that help out and uh, those images will get immediately taken by uh, people and then reused for whatever they want to use them for. And they give us no credit whatsoever and whatever. And my, 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 uh, my approach to it has always been, Hey, please, uh, you know, feel free to take our images. In fact, I will link you to the high resolution versions and you can have them and put them on your website and do whatever you want with them, but give us photo credit. Just link back. If you're posting it on Facebook, so all your friends can see it and making right. your profile picture, right. just tag any PA scene. So then they go, Oh, what's any PA scene. So really that's the only way you have to pay it forward. We're not asking for some sort of payment where I'm not going to come and hit you with a bill. You know, that's not where, and I don't go after the artists for money. I don't, I don't think, and I don't think there is money in that, you know, because, uh, most artists like myself are broke and they can't, they, they can't afford that, you know? So we're there just to help them. And, you know, we're going to the businesses, uh, to hopefully get advertising and, and so, and support the site. So, you know, our aspect of it, uh, that that's tough is, is, you know, getting some people, you know, some people are all on board and, and for that mission and then other people are, are, uh, you know, they don't see the forest or the trees. They don't understand that there's something bigger there mm-hmm. or they're stuck in their kind of their click, you know, and that's really the, the reason I chose the name and the reason that, you know, I, I, we have all these different kinds of sections on the site with all different kinds of artists is cause I feel like they're all separated. They're not working together, you know? And that's why an event like this is great because you have different people from different backgrounds coming together and helping each other for a greater goal. Mm-hmm. And that's really what I'm trying to do with the site is bring people from different backgrounds who have different expertise. The right. things that you talk about in your column are things I never would have thought to write about or could write about from a f- substantial point of view. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to have, you know, you come in and and deliver that for readers who, you know, want something different or are going to see things from a different perspective. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I appreciate that aspect of it. Thank you. And, and real, if I can compliment you, and this is going back to a conversation, I don't, you, you'll probably remember that one day I called you up and yeah. it was when I asked if any PA scene wanted to be involved and you and I had like an hour and a half conversation. Right. Here's something that I've always lived my life by. And I think it, describes what you were getting at. So maybe if I can label that real quick. Sure. When I was in scouts, all right, um, I was, a our family's a big scouting family. So boy scouting all the way, you know, cub scouting all the way up to boy scouting. We always had the saying lead by example. And that's the way that I've chosen to live my life is that I'm just going to do what I know is right and what I believe in, just like you're doing with NEPA scene, you said you didn't want to write the same mundane articles and the same, you know, doing it the same way everyone else is doing. You had a belief, you had an idea and a vision, and you said, I'm going to do it the way that I know that it should be done. And you're leading by example. And I know you said without calling any names that you've noticed some people copycatting and that's because they (laughs) are starting to see son of a bitch. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You say it on TV now. Oh, I wasn't sure. sure. (laughs) But you know, if, um, if that should be taken in any way, like, yeah, no one wants to be copycatted, 
But it's got to be some kind of weird pat on the back that they're obviously respecting what you're doing and right. that they're modeling themselves after what you tried to show them. And then you said, hey, screw it. I'm just going to do it the way it is. Started any PA scene, lead by example. And now people who are in a seemingly higher position, or at least they're getting paid to do that, are looking at someone who's doing it for the love and the passion. And they're saying, what did he just do? Okay, we're going to do that too. What did he just do? Okay, we're going to, you know? Right. So they're doing what you're doing. I mean, I'm sure Marty's going to back me up. And John, like it's a short amount of time. I really believe this. And this is why I wanted to write for the NEPA scene. Like, I think you're going to see awesome results very soon. And sponsors, if you're watching. Or listening. Or listening. Yeah. Like, this is something to get down on. This is something to invest in because you're investing in yourself. And this is like the NEPA scene. Like, I believe because it's not just columns. And you and I talked about this. Sure. In that the print, like a magazine newspaper, is visual. You know, I mean, and if someone is more auditory, if they're more kinesthetic, they're not going to, they, we all know those people that say, oh, well, I can't read books. I have to listen to the audio CD. I have to listen to the audio books. But having like a podcast and having a YouTube video, you're now appealing to those people. And there are very few, if any, other sources of media in the area that do, are doing it the way that you're doing it. And they're or at all. A, Right. I, I don't know of anyone. Right. Yeah. And I'm in media. Right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't know if part of my life is in media. Uh, I don't know of anyone who's doing what you're doing and doing it in such a superb fashion. Well, right. Thank you. It absolutely will light up. Absolutely. Um, keep talking to people, you know, like Rich and having the columns and keep putting it out there. I know whenever I see something, I share it. I'm trying to pay it forward. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you're unique in what you're doing, and I compliment you. And just keep putting one foot in front of the other and asking for help, bringing people on, and just keep moving forward, man. And that, yeah. that's that's been our philosophy is, like you said, the, the, the kind of the hybrid of all the different types of media and bringing them together. Um, really reflects the, the the mission of bringing bringing people together. Mm. It's trying not to get discouraged by the people who are going to, to who are going to sit on comment boards all day and You're complain about how much Scranton screw is awful. All, screw all those people. You yep. Yeah, you Don't have to them. you have Don't to ignore it. Mind. Don't pay him any mind because I I've seen <laughs> I it's fu it's funny because I've seen more positivity out of this because you, you if you want to you know take it a step further and make make the argument most media in general profits off of people's misery absolutely they profit right. off of bad news and bad things going on and nailing that over and over and over again into your head mm -hmm. until you're just like the whole world is screwed you know and everything sucks around here and i just i'm so tired of that mentality and i right. think we need to take the opposite approach well absolutely. and part of the reason i don't want to get too deep here either but get deep, get deep. I, I don't want to get because I, I i'm not going to do a Helms great deep. job of explaining this but part of the reason our region is the way it is, is because we have, we just have a lack of entrepreneurship. Mm. There's few people with that vision. There's reasons for that. There's high percentage of Lackawanna County is um, government jobs. I have nothing against government jobs. 
I wish I had one a lot of times. Um, right. You know, um, <laughs> but that lead, that, that, that is not, that, that is good. But, and that supply will take care of um, commerce to a certain level. But wealth and growth and arts and entertainment and, and fulfillment and purpose comes from what you're doing, comes from entrepreneurship. Don't think that building a business is not art. It is art. Trust me. Mm-hmm. It's creative. It's creativity. You don't sit there and just draw. You, it takes a lot of work and a lot of creativity and, and help and all the kind of things that you see. No different if you're creating a video. It, but so the more things like what you're doing and featuring guys like him and everything else that you're doing is going to feed that. And that's feeding, uh, I'll use the word entrepreneurship. It's feeding people who are thinking, you know, on their own, but yet being part of the group. Did that all make sense? The Atlantic, mm-hmm. I think it was the Atlantic, just ran an article about one of the largest problems with liberal arts educations right now, specifically higher education's four-year college degrees, is that they do not teach entrepreneurship, and those colleges that do, do a lousy job of it. That was my go. The problem doesn't exist with the colleges. The problems are that the colleges are after the high schools don't teach you anything about entrepreneurship. I said before, and I'll say it again. You are taught things in high school that you have to unlearn when you get to college. You are taught in third grade that Columbus discovered America. You are taught in college that he was a butcher. You are taught in high school how to balance a checkbook. You are not taught how to put money in that bank and mm-hmm. how the economic system works along with taxes and how stocks work and things of that nature. The education system is set up to be Prussian education. It is to create worker bees. It is not taught to to make a person be self-aware of being their own boss. You are taught in high school to get good grades and be obedient and, and, and move forward and to work for somebody else, not to work for yourself. So it starts even further back before college. But the college system before uh, a lot of the changes that happened in the mid 30s to 40s. No, I w- I'm going to go with the 40s to 50s. A lot of the changes in the liberal arts college situation changed after uh, World War II and between the, that and the next war. A lot of it was the Socratic method. A Socratic method being people ha- asking Thinking. a question, asking a question right back and the discourse continuing without ever reaching an actual answer but it was always pushing the question further until you reach a uh, satisfactory conclusion or your back hurts essentially um lawyers didn't have to go to college to pass the bar you would teach yourself what the law was and then take the bar and you became a lawyer it was a different way of learning we've standardized a lot of our education system for the purpose of churning out a certain You're type. agreeing with John. Yeah, I, mean, I am, and I'm, and yeah. I'm agreeing also. Right, we're all saying we're, essentially we're, 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 we're soldiers. So yeah. that makes it all the more difficult in our region, especially. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say especially because of the cultural background to break out of that. So we need people like you guys, Rich, and the thing that Rich is doing, what you're doing. You need to, and we need to <coughs> support each other. Right. So that we're just not mass producing something. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's, you know, we need thing, to be creative. It's, it's to take a chance 
and it's to be willing to say Geronimo. Uh, right. Okay, but let's just stay. Let's just stay with. It's a lot of them. How many parents encourage people, their children, to take a chance? Not many. Not many. No. Not many. And in a region that, in regions that are based the way ours is, not many. You're told, and you're still taught. I think, Lauren, you'll agree with me. I'll ask for your support on it. You're pretty much taught, still taught, whether it's right or wrong. Okay. Go to school, get a degree, mm-hmm. get a good job, and get try to last as long as you can there. Mm-hmm. It's still that way, is yeah. it not? It, it, it's, it's gotten worse, in my opinion. It's gotten far worse. Well, could it's, be. It's, it's could more, be right. more control. And, you know, maybe I just come from a different mentality because, not to sound like over personal by any means, but like I, you know, I was born in 1980 and my family had nothing. I came from nothing. And when I mean nothing, I mean nothing. Like welfare, grew up in, you know, a small trailer out in Susquehanna County and I had a different mentality. When you have nothing, you appreciate everything. And, you know, I was taught my grandfather was my mentor. And I saw a lot of really messed up stuff when I was a kid. And I never wanted to go back to that or, or actually not even myself, but like if I had my own family, I wouldn't want them to go through that. Not that I would want to spoil them because I don't believe in that either because I believe when you spoil a kid, it's it's like the Willy Wonka thing. You don't appreciate anything whatsoever, you know. So you no, but it's true. no. I just whenever anybody says Willy Wonka, I just think Augustus. <laughs> but it's like when you we need more fighters, and we need more fighters for Amen. for a positive difference. And and we don't. But you need followers too, and the followers need to follow the fighter, because quite honestly. Loyalty is another big thing too, because if you believe in something positive and you see that that somebody is being positive, those fighters will follow you to the end of the fire and brimstone. You know, I'd rather spend my entire life being a fighter and losing everything to make a difference rather than being somebody that is complacent and has accomplished nothing. Mm-hmm. I want to be like all of you. Now, to be fair, I, I'm not saying that college educations for everyone it's i find it odd that we shuffle everyone in high school towards that sort of thing especially considering that america was built on a lot of trades and for some reason we don't focus on getting everybody to the specific kind of vocation that they're supposed to be in i think that that's kind of a shame that yeah. we are pigeonholing everyone into a yeah, four-year yeah. college degree when our economy doesn't really need that in my media life i interview people top people in industries and um, and in their professions. And a high majority of them do not have college degrees. Not saying that's good or bad one way or another. I think it's great. I wish I finished school. I didn't finish school. Mm-hmm. But maybe if I did, I'd be boring the crap out of myself by having some well, corporate my, job, you know? I mean, <laughs> so, so it may be a blessing, but... Um, but we're getting really heavy here, but yeah. uh, when, this is really good, sure. great discussion. Yeah. When you yeah. said before that people don't think with thinking like an entrepreneur, is it also safe to say that they're not taught how to think? Because um, that's probably part of it. Uh, again, it goes back to Lawrence said, you know, we're, we're just, we're delivering more soldiers. And John said that too, you know, we're delivering more soldiers. We need more rebels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
you know, fighters, whatever. Because that what is what is going to defeat the Sith and the Empire and, and the dark side of the Force. Right? That's that's really what we've been building to the whole time. This yes. actually, this whole podcast is actually just a metaphor for Star Wars. Right. That's really all. It is. <laughs> Star Wars. Is not, we're not making a Star Wars metaphor. We're this this whole thing is we're the metaphor is about about for Star Wars. The intergalactic civil war. We're encouraging the return of uh, Jedi class. Eleven months, man. Absolutely. Force right? awakens. Absolutely. It better be good. Please, JJ. Please <laughs> let it be good. No lens flares and just keep with the canon. The, origi- not, the not original the original prequels, not the prequels. Yes, please. So, well, uh, I, I, think, I think that's a good place to, to, to end it, really. I got my mojo back. You, Yay! Yay. <laughs> the funk is over. I brought Star Wars how, back. How Mark got his groove back is going to be the episode title. Starring <laughs> Angela Bassett. <laughs> uh you so, laugh at anything i say anymore so r- really i take away from this that, that we want to bring people together uh we w- uh, especially for events like this so please come out and support uh resolutions on uh, january 25th and more uh, events like it um you're mm-hmm. you're gonna see uh you know people like us are going to continue to push uh, the limits and and uh, try and figure out uh, you know how to get people uh, off of their asses and uh, you know into uh, a concert venue a conference uh, uh, whatever it is uh, we we want people to come out and that's the only way we're going to change things we're going to make uh, the area better uh, now rich uh, you can uh, send mark uh, the the bill I'm to uh, 703 uh, <laughs> North Washington Avenue I'm in so Scranton screwed. rear, rear uh, 18509 gotcha okay all right um thanks rich I mean you're welcome gonna get people zeros in the mail <laughs> zeros and commas um just so you know heads up and 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 what also the too, hell does that mean <laughs> well, zeros and commas like commas that's zeros and ones. Well, no, like the comma. Wait, did I just outsmart Lauren? <laughs> no. 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 Okay. No. Right. no. No, that didn't well, happen. No. We'll talk later. It's all off. Hard? You're all off. All right. <laughs> and and Zero. absolutely, like, Zero. use this. Like, go out and support this event and other great events. And if you're inspired to do something, then go out and do it. Yeah. You know, like, if there should be more people saying... I'm going to start that business. I'm going to start this idea. I have this idea. Here's what I need to do. Or finding someone, like if someone wants a business and you may not have had a business class in college or may not read those business books, go out and find a coach. Or if you want to produce a premium event, (laughs) yeah. Sadly at home watching If you want to produce like a premium event and you don't know what to do, Seek someone out. If you have that vision, just go out and do it. Don't sit on the couch. Go and do something positive. Do and, something. And that's that's the other thing that uh, people should take away from this too. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Yes. Oh, that's so important, man. Please come yeah, say to, it again. Come to come, <laughs> come to guys like these. Uh, you know, and, and and you know, come to any PA scene. That's what I've been telling people from day one. I can help you and I can do all of these services for you for free because you're an artist and I want to help you and I believe in the scene, but you have to come to me and do it. 
You mm-hmm. can't just try to keep doing it the same way over and over and right. expect different results. When That's you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Ex- Anthony Robbins. Yep. Exactly. So yeah, you know, uh, uh, so if you need uh, some life coaching, like Marky here obviously did him wonders, uh, come to Rich. I'm a work in progress. If you, if you want to, if you want to put on a, a premium event, come to, uh, uh, John Phillips. And, uh, if, if, uh, you need some uh, business coaching, uh, come to Marty Wolf. And uh, and if you need somebody to watch Netflix with and eat chocolate <laughs> cake, you come to me. And spoon. And if everybody wants to play Civilizations Five, <laughs> come to yeah. If you really want to know what's, what <laughs> what it's like to feel all alone, go play Civilization with Lauren. <laughs> no, we we can play multiplayer online. Oh man, bless your hearts. Well, See, guys, positive thank reinforcement. You. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you for having. Thank us. you. And blessed. I know I know that on January twenty sixth, I'm going to wake up twenty fifth. Yeah, no, yeah, the next, next morning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's going to feel great. Oh, man, I had that all in my head planned. You were, oh, you were, man, you were going to close strong. I was, gonna, I was going for it. It was, the, it, was the, it was the grand finale, and you're like, no. Well, if, if you want, we can cut that out. We can do what no one's no, ever done before. We're like Mr. Rogers' neighborhood here, man. We keep our mistakes in. <laughs> Even me. Well, I want to hear it, though. No, Start we're going to keep over it. Again. Yeah, we're going to keep it. Deliver it. Yeah, it's going to be delivered. Deliver it. Go. <laughs> Oh, okay. I know that on January 26th, I'm going to wake up a totally new person. And it's going to be thanks to you three guys. Mostly, John's like the cologne of it, but it's going to be really good. <laughs> I'm like the brute. Yeah. The cologne of On criminals. sale. <laughs> but no, seriously, thank you guys. And, and you know, if you ever want to record my implosion of talking to you again. I'd, I'd happily do it because I don't regret it. So. Thank you. Stop looking at me like that. Why do you always I was trying like to that? figure out if you meant cologne the city or cologne the type of perfume. Why would I ever go international <laughs> on my metaphors? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Jimmy. You're welcome. Right. Thanks, Jimmy. Okay. Good job, sir. 